What if your body was a gift and contribution to your life and not something that you've been stuck with? What if your body could change quickly and easily? Right Body for You will inspire you and show you a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Now here's your host, Danielle. Hello, welcome everybody and happy New Year's Eve. Um, I guess it's not quite a new year yet, but it is New Year's Eve. Um, only yesterday felt like Christmas Eve <laughs> and um, before that felt like the beginning of 2014 and, and now we are at the end of 2014. It's It's been an interesting year and I hope everyone has also had um, an interesting year. Oh, by the way, this is Danielle. This is Right Body for You. Welcome to the show today. Um, <clears throat> as you may have guessed, um, this is a pre-record show today due to the fact that it's, as mentioned before, New Year's Eve. Um, so I'm out doing fun things, interesting things, um, and a little bittersweet things with my family. Um, a little bit more on that later. Um, but today, the show happened to fall on New Year's Eve. I thought, what a great, what a great time to uh, give you some tools and techniques to uh, start the year differently. You know, the the name of the show today is Out with the Old and In with the New. Would you like to create something new with your body? Okay. And, you know, and it has the word body in it. And one thing I hear, you know, I get to travel the world <clears throat> facilitating Right Body for You workshop. And the one thing I hear more often than not is the workshops are more like life classes. <clears throat> Excuse me that the workshops are more like life classes um, because, you know, and I, I'm i not really surprised about it because there is such an uh, intimate connection and a symbiotic relationship between your body and your life. You know, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, and this talks about, uh, he noticed people came to access classes and their body changed. And then if people came to a body class, well, their life changed. Um, this is one of the reasons he created Right Body for You, which is a division of Access Consciousness, because he wanted to uh, really assist people with getting out of the prisons they put them and their bodies into, and which is interesting, because a lot of people think that the body is the prison that we are in. You know, how many of us have been have heard with it religion or whatever it is it's like oh the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak right or something like well the uh, this time on earth with this physical body is our time of trials and tribulations and then once we leave this body behind we shall come out the other side and reach enlightenment or heaven or something, whatever it is that comes up for you. And so Gary looked at this and it's like, well, what if bodies aren't the prison? What if bodies are the, and what if bodies are the key um, to actually achieving more and being more and having a better life? And not necessarily from the point of view of like, oh, well, if you have a healthier body or a perfect body or a great size body or a body that Every, all limbs work in um, that you will have a better life. It's like, well, no, just what part of uh, consciousness, awareness, and what does your what part does your body actually play? 
And so this is a lot of what Right Body For You is doing. And it was interesting. I, I came across a quote today from Buddha. And I really liked it and I wanted to share it. It's like, your body is precious. It is our vehicle for awakening. Treat it with care. Um, and it says Buddha. <laughs> and you know, we all have to do what Buddha says. Go rub Buddha's belly and do what Buddha says and make a wish. And Buddha wishes for you to be um, your body with care because it's precious and it's your vehicle of awakening. And, you know, and I think that was actually even more true than Buddha really, uh, well, who knows? He may have known exactly what he was saying. He was a brilliant person. Um, and I would say treating it with care is treating it without judgment. Um, you know, in last week's show, the Christmas Eve one, we talked a lot about um, being grateful for your body and not judging it. So I would say your body is precious. Is there a vehicle for awakening? Treat it with care and no judgment. Okay. Um, so, so on New Year's Eve, it's the time to think about the prior year. Mm, okay, done. And then look forward to the next year. And what is one of the biggest things that people talk about in the new year? Set goals. You have to make some changes. You know, you've spent the last year, especially the last month through the holidays, destroying your body or being bad or partying, but, um, you know, doing excess in all things. But you know what? That's okay with the holidays. You know, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. You know, <laughs> so says the Bible. Interesting quote there. I know, hey, I'm full of quotes today. Buddha, the Bible, why not? Um, so, you know, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. And a lot of people actually have um, imposed that onto the end of the year. Eat, drink, and be merry because New Year comes and it's time to set goals and to make changes. Time to, you know, for me it's like time to restrict, time to judge, time to say and show what we did wrong, what we ha- what uh, we need to change, and what do we need to do for all that? We need to judge it to know what we did wrong. We need to judge it to look at what's changed, okay? Um, which I've talked a lot about that. As you can say, as you can probably tell if you've listened to me talk for five minutes, it's like, you know what, judge bad, don't do it. Um, my last class in Copenhagen, they were pretty funny um, because they were like, okay, okay, I get judgment bad, don't do it. Um, and so that kind of became the mantra <laughs> of the um, of the whole class. Judgment's bad, don't do it. Judgment's bad, don't do it. Um, so, you know, there you go. Judgment's bad, don't do it. Well, what I want to talk, I want to take this this uh, time to uh, look at goals, okay? I am a wordsmith. I'm a writer. I, to me, words are magic. And how we use those words with our bodies and with our lives and with other people and with ourselves are magic. Um, words do have an energy um, behind them. And, you've, you know, you've heard that words hurt, uh, words have... Um, power, and you know what? There is a truth to that. Um, if you've noticed, people have probably hurt you with their words over the time. Um, how many of you hurt yourself with your words? Or, you know, and I've talked a lot about when you uh, 
judge yourself and you call yourself names and you call your body names, um, it's a judgment and it's actually a contraction in the universe. Okay? So there are power to words. And so I want to look at this because energy is the first language. Okay? Um, this is why the access consciousness processes work so well is because it works on the energetic level. Okay? It is the first language. It is the language your body speaks. It's the language that the earth speaks, the plants, the animals, um, even us, if we would acknowledge that capacity and allow it to occur. You know, like I have two cats, and I communicate energetically, telepathically, psychically, whatever you want to call it, very well with both of them. And it's so funny because even if in the middle of the night, I have two cats, right? So even in the middle of the night, I'll look at one cat, and I'm always like, where is your sister? And I think it. I'm just like, where is your sister? And I'm like, Brie, and I call out to her, you know, in my head. Within a minute, she's up on the bed going, what? I never said a word, but she comes right up to me and goes, what? You know, so this is the language of energy. Um, You know, we've done those those studies of uh, focusing thoughts at um, water crystals and wanting them uh, change shape or you know you've done that you talk nicely to a plant and you watch it grow or you talk bad to a plant and you watch it um, shrink okay so yes part of this is words it's also the energy behind it okay you think thoughts at something it's the energy behind the thought that's going on okay so energy is actually the first language all right so and it was interesting so for preparation for the show today I went you know I know how what we say in access, you know, that we say um, that energy has words and that um, an apple is an apple. The energy behind like an apple or fire is um, the same no matter what language you're speaking, which is why things can be translated. Yes, and that totally makes sense. I have seen it. I've been translated into several different languages before, and even not knowing the language. I remember the first time I did this, I shocked even myself. I was being translated into Italian, and I gave <clears throat> I gave an expression. I said, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. We podpocked it afterwards, but uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, I was using it as a way of, of uh, talking to people, and my translator turned around and went blah, 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 whatever he said in Italian, and I turned around, I looked at him, and I said, that's not what I said. And he just kind of shakes his head and he looks surprised at me. Looks at me, he's like, well, no, but that doesn't translate. So I was getting an Italian example. And I'm like, all right. And that doesn't match the energy of what I said. Um, and I shocked even myself, but it really went, made me go, huh, yeah, there is energy to language. Um, there is energy to words because I didn't know what he was saying, but it felt different. It caused a kink, as I like to say. It caused a kink in my universe that made me go, uh, that doesn't matter the energy I'm trying to impart. And so it was really interesting the first time that happened. And uh, so, you know, and I always say in my classes and stuff, it's like, oh, well, you know, the day that somebody looked at that and went, oh, flames, it cooks food. We shall say, we should call it fire. And, you know, so the word for fire was born and went on. So there's some like, in preparation for the show, I'm like, well, you know, I, I like history. I'm a student of archaeology, of history. As a matter of fact, a little funny side note, I was high school, um, which is ages 
for those who are listening in Europe who don't have high school level um, education systems is about the age of like 15 to 17 or 14 to 17, somewhere or 18 around there. Um, and so I was in high school before I found out that the teachers thought history was real. <laughs> all names and dates and places were actually how it, it occurred, which kind of made me laugh. Um, so anyway, so I love history. I always, I'm always looking up things and discovered, I'm like, okay, well, how did language start? You know, what's, what's, what's the history of this? So I turned to the internet. All great things are found, right? And I couldn't find it. I found a ton of theories of how language starts. And yeah, a lot about the study of etymology, which is the study of words and all that kind of stuff and like the study of language. Um, but it's a, and the theories, like the one that comes up most is it was to um, basically describe what they see. Uh, what does it say? Um, uh, demonstrate that the origin of all languages was ultimately relatable to words which reflected the meanings of their reference. So basically to describe what they saw. And so for me that was really interesting because it's like, okay, so we don't even have a clear way of the way language was created, um, which puts a whole other spin to, okay, well, what else is possible with words and languaging and the energy behind it? Okay, so we're going to need to take a little break here. And when we come back, we're going to start looking at some of those words, like especially goal, since it is the new year, which is the whole point of this conversation. Um, how many of us set goals with our bodies at the beginning of the new year? right? Most of us. And um, what if goals are not actually the way to go with changing your body in the start of the new year? All right. So we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we will talk about that. This is Danielle. This is Right Body for You on A2Zen.fm. And we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Check out the new ringtones from Access Consciousness. What is it possible? What is it possible? Smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs> and everyone's favorite. Take a pass. Take a pass. Download the latest and hottest accessory. Go to accessconsciousness.com forward slash ringtones for all the details on how to download to your iPhone today. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433 You can Skype us at a to zen.fm 
Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. This is Danielle, and happy New Year's Eve. Um, I know it's not New Year's Day yet, and so I can't say Happy New Year's, but Happy New Year's Eve, or welcome to the final day of 2014. I, for one, can't believe it. Uh, yeah, the year has gone by so fast, and it's been a joy. It's been fun. I've got to travel a lot, see a lot of places, meet a lot of interesting people. Um, I've been to countries that I didn't even know existed at the beginning of the year, um, and relatively new countries like Slovenia. You know, I've been a country since 1991. I find that quite interesting, and I had a great time. And uh, he invited me back, and I'm going to do a workshop there. Um, and I'm also going to do a workshop with um, our dear friend Christine MacGyver, who is a, a host of another one of the radio shows and producer extraordinaire. Um, she is my host for the Right Body View workshop in Toronto in March, so that's going to be a lot of fun, also. Um, so, but that is in 2015. So let's talk a little bit about getting to 2015 from the 2014. And uh, so we're talking about words and lighting and how words have some energy to it and that it can affect the way you create your body, your life, and all of that. And one of the biggest words we use at this time of the year besides, oh, did I really do that last night? Or, (laughs) or I can't wait for the year to end or, or I was sad, or, you know, those kind of things, um, is also the word goal, okay? Now, we talked in the first segment about how words have language. Or, sorry, well, yes, words have languages. Languages have words. It's amazing how that goes. They also that uh, words have an energy behind it, okay? And that's how we trans- uh, translate things, is that the energy behind a fire or apple is always fire, or, or it's an orange, or whatever it is. Okay, so you want, when you're using words, especially at the beginning, you really want to be aware of the original definition for words, okay? And what do I mean by the original definition of words? Well, in 1955, I believe it was, uh, dictionaries were uh, changed. Uh, some of the words were, um, the definitions of them uh, were altered. You know, people say, hey, well, we were just... Uh, updating it, you know, as the world changes, the language changes and that kind of stuff. And, and that's true to a degree, you know, we start to use slang for different words um, and different meanings, but you can't actually change the energy behind the words, not to a degree where if you're not using, if you're using it unconsciously or like most of us are, um, it, it, the energy behind it doesn't change. So you want to look at dictionaries printed prior to 1945, which you can find them antique stores, Every time I go into an antique store, I get a kick out of going and looking for dictionaries printed before 1945. Um, I have a quite a few of them in my closet now. Um, but, you know, some of them are big and heavy. I just carry them with me. So I also go to dictionary.com, and on the bottom, it's the word origin is also there, okay? So you want to look at the original definitions of words to know the energy you're actually playing with and manipulating as you are using these words uh, to create your body and your life, okay? So goal is one of those ones that the meaning actually has been changed at. Uh, 
Okay. Um, right now, the goal is the result or achievement toward which effort is directed. Okay. Or the terminal point in a race, which is true. Uh, the pole, line, or other marker by which such a point is indicated. Or a basket, um, an act of throwing, carrying, kicking, driving, set a ball or puck into such an area or object. You know, score a goal. Woohoo, score. Um, I'm going to scroll down and go to the very bottom where it says word origin. And it says the endpoint of a race is un of uncertain origin. Okay. But what it does say is it, um, it's a, it has boundary, limit, obstacle, barrier, him to hinder or impede. Wow. You know, goal to hinder or impede, an obstacle, a barrier, <laughs> a limit, boundary. Hmm. Might want to look at that next time we're setting goals, right? How many of us go, okay, I'm going to set a goal, and then it's actually a running joke, and we'll see how long it takes before I fail. There is very, very few people who actually go, okay, I'm going to set a goal, and I'm going to achieve it. Um, most people are making it a running joke. How long did it take you to not, you know, not keep your New Year's goals? Oh, well, you know, I, I did, I did my New Year's resolution. I did my New Year goal in a week. Ha ha ha. I lasted a whole week or I lasted a day, you know, and so it has actually become a running joke that goals are not actually something that is achievable. Um, we are setting ourselves up to fail, but then we still do it. Go, okay, well, I'm going to set a goal because that's what I'm supposed to do, but I know I'm going to fail it. Well, it's because we might want to look at the energy behind it. To hinder, to impede, obstacle, barrier, to limit, and a boundary. Now, I don't know about you, but when I set out to change things like my body or my life, you know, little things like that, um, I don't usually use words like obstacle, barrier, boundary, limit, to hinder or impede. Um, yeah, because that's setting ourselves up for failure. And you know, and it's so funny, this friend of mine, I was talking to him before the show, kind of telling him what the show is about. And he's like, well, I set fake goals so that if I don't make them, then I've, I, I haven't failed. I'm like, okay, see, it's funny. Because it's just such a joke of what's going on with, with, um, goals that people are like, oh yeah, they're unobtainable. I'm going to set a fake one. I'm only going to really set a half one. I'm not actually going to put out there what I want to achieve because I know I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to set myself up for failure. So I'll set a fake goal. <laughs> like, okay, I want to save, I really want to save $10,000. But if that's my goal is to save $10,000, um, only I, 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 I bet I could save a hundred. So yeah, that's my goal. I can save a hundred. Ah, you know, oh, I've achieved my goal. Yay. But inside we're actually going, huh, I failed. Okay. I know we're cute, right? All right. Here's the other thing with the definition of goal. It also means jail. Yes. You heard me as in do not pass go, do not collect 200, go directly to jail, which is a monopoly reference for those of you who don't know the game monopoly. Um, and so with this, I actually read a uh, witch's, a witch hunter's dictionary, or sorry, not dictionary, a witch hunter's um, diary, the other D word. 
And uh, he talks about all the witches he uh, sent to Goal. G-A-G-O-A-L-E. I'm like, wow, that's a little, uh, a little bit frightening there. Um, because I want to set goals and it, it means jail. Huh. And, and what's fun is a lot of the stuff, as a masculine, these things come up when I was in um, Cork, Ireland in 2014. I, my, my brilliant host, Suzanne, is like, um, I think you'd like to go to the jail here. I'm like, yeah, that, that reads, feels light. Will this, you know, will this create the future I'd like? Yeah, okay, cool. So I did, um, I went to their jail and it was Cork County Historical Jail. So <laughs> I walk up. And everywhere I've heard, it's like, Cork County Jail. Are you going to the jail? Oh, cool, Cork County Jail. So I get up there, and it's actually the Cork County Goal, G-A-O-L. I'm like, holy crap, that is amazing. It's G-A-O-L, and the hard G, it actually sounds like jail. And it's really, really interesting. And I was able to do a really cute YouTube video on it. Um, it's like setting goals for your body. Are you setting yourself free or putting yourself in jail? And I, I did it in front of the Cork County Jail, and it, it, that was a lot of And if you want to see the video, I've included it in the description of the show today, uh, a link to it so you can check out the YouTube site um, and listen to it because it's, it's pretty fun. I'm like, I have to do a video in front of a Cork County Jail. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome. I know. I am easily amused. Uh, but I thought it was pretty, pretty cool. So, yeah, so goals might not feel that unfunny, right? Might feel it's like an actual limitation. Hmm, I wonder why. Look at the energy behind it. Uh, might feel like a joke, like you won't achieve it. Mm, yeah, all right? Because here's the thing's goal. And, yes, I'm going to give you something to um, use instead of goal here in a minute. So with goals, there is another possibility um, you're not willing to receive information about what else is possible, um, <clears throat> how it could shift, how it could be. Uh, it With a goal, there's only one result that's acceptable, period. You know, like with this, you know, trying to save $10,000. Um, if you have a goal of saving $10,000, um, if you save $900, you have failed. Plain and simple, you have failed. Okay? Um, what we suggest in Access instead is setting targets and aims. Okay? So with a target, what you're doing is it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to set out to save $10,000 because I need to buy this computer equipment or, you know, whatever it is. So I'm going to save $10,000. Um, and so with a goal, it's like, I have to save $10,000, period. No other information required. Head down, both in trying to shop forward, right? Um, and then whether you make it or not is uh, the joke. Um, with targets, what doing is you're going towards a direction, okay? I'm going to save $10,000. And with the target, it's like, okay, the target is $10,000 to buy this computer equipment. All right. And if you look at the energy behind this, what it is, instead of the contractive goal, I'm setting myself in jail, no other possibilities, it has to be this way or nothing else. And if it doesn't look like this, then we failed. With target, um, the energy tends to be more expanded, tends to be more full of possibilities. Like, okay, well, what other information do I require here? You're able actually to receive that information. 
um, because a goal has the same energy as decision of a shut off, of a nothing, um, no other information requ is required, which is kind of silly because you know what? Other information is always required, okay? Um, and so what you want to do is you want to uh, set a target because with a target, you're actually inviting the universe to provide you more information. So say like you're doing uh, $10,000 to buy equipment because this is what it costs. Uh, if you're setting a target, then what you do is go, you know what, I want to check the website today. I wonder, because you received that information from the, uh, from the universe of like, um, I'm going to check that. I know I, I, I know I saved $800 of the 10000 that is required to buy this equipment, but I'm going to check the website today. And so you check the website, and today they're having a sale, $800 for what you require. It's like, oh, my gosh, cool. Okay, well, um, done. Okay, but with the target, you can go and receive informa information that would allow you to actually change the path. Um, if it's required, you know, oftentimes with the target, sure, $10,000 to buy the equipment is the end result you're looking for and is the required, and that's what you get to. But you're able to receive information about, like, Oh, even things like how else to to earn the ten thousand dollars? Because with a goal, it's like, okay, what would it take to? Well, there's not much question in goal. Let's put it that. So you're like, okay, so to earn ten thousand dollars, I have to do this many babysitting jobs, or I have to work this many hours, or blah 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 blah. Um, but with it, the same thing as a target, you're going, okay, so yes, I have to do this many babysitting hours, this many hours at a job. And what else? And what else? What else? So you're constantly receiving information. And that's the big difference between target and goal is goal sets you up for failure. Whereas a target will allow you to actually have variables to change things so that, hey, you know what? Um, if your target is to change your body, well, what if your body is only wanting to change this much or change in a way you haven't even seen yet. Um, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about how these goals and targets um, with your body um, and what that might look like. All right. So this is Danielle. This is Right Body for You. This is A to Zen .fm, and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. January 6th is the second annual Global Access Bars Day, celebrating the change in the consciousness that's possible in our world with the Access Bars. Imagine what could be created if tens of thousands of people around the world were running the Access Bars on the same day. We're going for a wave of consciousness. Would you like to be part of the creation? During this 24-hour event, you can run the bars, learn the bars, teach the bars, host a bars trade, and play with all the Access tools that will be broadcast during this special event on Access TV. To learn more, go to globalaccessbarsday.com. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 
or Canada, 613-800-8763, or UK, 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back. This is Danielle. This is Right Body for You. Welcome to the almost new year of 2015. Um, and, you know, time and years and all of that kind of stuff is really interesting too, especially with bodies. Uh, I was having a, a philosophical, quantum physical <laughs> conversation with a friend of mine the other day, as you do, right? You're coming home from the movies. What else are you going to talk about besides quantum physics? And I was talking about how time is actually one of my favorite things um, to manipulate and change and, and play with and things like that. And when I first started using the Right Body View tools and Access Consciousness tools, um, I do get that it was my willingness to see time differently. That was one of the things that allowed me to lose weight quickly um, because I didn't buy into that uh, time was the... Um, form and structure and firm uh, thing that all the clocks and the calendars and the dates and things like that say it is. So as a teaser for another show that we will do, welcome and happy New Year's Eve. <laughs> the end and final day, 2014, and uh, the beginning of 2015 is tomorrow. Um, as Annie says, tomorrow you're only a day away. Um, I am just full of quotes today. This is friggin' hilarious. All right. I guess because other people are feeling, you know, nostalgic and looking back and, and quoting people. So, um, you know, I'm quoting everybody. Gary Douglas, Buddha, Annie, and I can't even remember who else. Um, all right. So, so now that we've talked and debunked the, the myth behind goal a little bit and targets, it's like, okay, well, well, how does this work with bodies? And, you know, and the reason I actually gave the uh, example of money intentionally um, because bodies and money have a direct correlation, okay? Um, bodies and earth have a direct correlation. Bodies and your life have a direct correlation. You know, I started off saying, you know, bodies have um, people come to a body class, their life change. People come to a, a life class and their bodies change. Um, so it is actually really hard to separate these out. So I use the money, uh, the money example intentionally. So it's not as frightening. Um, so now let's talk a little bit about uh, goals with your body. Okay, at the beginning of the new year. So a lot of the goals with the body is at the beginning of the new year is um, I'm going to eat right. Okay, I am going to exercise every day. <laughs> I am going to lose this amount. I am going to uh, get healthier. Um, there's a number, a number of goals. Most of them focus on losing weight, eating right, getting. Okay, so those tend to be the three main goals of. Um, the new year. Okay, so how do we shift and change those so that if it is actually something that you and your body are desiring, instead of having the goal of losing weight, of um, eating healthy or eating right, 
and I should probably write these down so I know what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so we said eating right, losing weight, and um, exercising. Okay, so those tend to be the three things that this reality says set goal for in the new year. All right, so if we weren't setting a goal with this, if we were actually setting a target with it, what would these look right? What would these look like? Okay, first one is eating right. Okay, so let's look at that. Um, first off, I'd say use the access tools, and which is the verbal processing of access consciousness. And because as we said before, uh, if you have made a decision or, or conclusion, if you have a point of view, you eliminate all other possibilities. Okay, nothing doesn't match that can come into your awareness. All right, so with things like eating right, okay, so you want to start looking at the underlying meanings of all this. And, you know, and this is like kind of like also with the um, affirmations, which I, uh, big proponent of not doing affirmations, okay, because affirmations, Tend is another thing. It's almost like a goal. It has the energy of failure around it all over the place. Affirmations work for very few people um, because, like, what's the most famous affirmation? Uh, I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wise. You know, for those of you who don't even know what affirmations are, good on you. Um, for those of you who do, the most famous affirmation is I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wise. Okay? But you want to start looking at the unnamed point of view about all of these things. And when you're going through and starting to look at the words you're using, creating your body and your life, you want to look at the energy behind it and the point of view underneath. Okay? So with the I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wise, the underlying point of view is you actually believe you're sick, you're stupid, and you're poor. Okay? So when you say things like I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wise, the underlying energy, the underlying point of view is I'm sick, I'm stupid, and I'm poor. And so even though you're saying I'm healthy, I'm wealthy, I'm wise, the energy behind the words is I'm sick, I'm poor, I'm stupid. So what you're doing is reinforcing I'm sick, I'm poor, I'm stupid. Okay, you're actually re-solidifying it. Because if you say something, even though you're saying the right words, words have power, words have energy behind it, and the energy behind those words is I'm full of crap. I'm so not these things. Okay. This is why affirmations tend to not work for people. So what you're actually doing is you're solidifying that you're not the thing. That's the underlying point of view about affirmations. This is why affirmations tend to not work for people. Have they created change for some people? Absolutely. Is the percentage low? Yeah, it is. Okay. So let's look at uh, the eating right. So what's the underlying point of view of eating right? That there is only one proper way to eat, that there is only one way for a body to receive nutrients or receive what it requires, okay? Um, I would like you to tell somebody in Italy who grew on pasta that the only way of eating right is kale or um, kimchi from Korea. I, I want you to see that that is only one way of eating right. See how that goes over. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go over very well. And, you know, for those of us who live in the States, 
we have something called the Standard American Diet, which I love my acronyms, and they actually print it all over the place. It's sad. Standard American Diet is sad. They print it out everywhere. Like, are you looking at this? Do you guys actually see what you're marketing? This is the sad diet. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Um, so while we're on the word diet, also, please, 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 as we're looking at eating right or dieting, um, again, words have power. And so when you're um, looking, when you say you want to go on a diet, your body tends to go, contract and, and like kind of freak out because it actually just hears die um, and like it wants the infinite being wants to leave and and um, that kind of stuff so I would say throw out the word diet just all together um, and eating right so again use the access tool so everywhere you bought the point of view sold the point of view or reinforce the point of view that there is only one way to eat would you be willing to destroy and create that Right, wrong, good, bad, we'll talk on the church boys and beyond. And trust me, I was the master at this. 27 years of with my mom's health talk radio show, I knew all the answers and all the things of how, what I should eat, what I shouldn't eat, supplements, and what good fruits, bad fruits, good fats, bad fats, good sugars, bad sugars, well, they're all bad. But, uh, you know, um, I knew it all. I still know it all. But now I'm in question with it. Okay, I don't have it solidified into my universe anymore. So what you also want to do is podpock anywhere that um, you bought uh, any point of view about the right foods or the wrong foods to start and create right, wrong, good, bad, the pock on ice, first boy's mouth. So you want to start bringing these things up um, and then podpock them so you can get rid of the energy or the solidity of it and then go, okay, body, what would you like to eat? Okay. So for me, the only way to quote unquote eat right, <laughs> which eating right is a point of view, exactly. That's why I quoted it. Um, the only way to do that is to ask your body, body, what would you like to eat? Okay. And that's going to change. Okay. Because, you know, e- even little things like eating right, um, you know, my mom used to say, you shouldn't eat after seven because, you know, your body slows down or you can't. It's, uh, you're going to spend all night digesting, all this kind of stuff, or one of the greatest ways to lose weight is to not eat after 6 or 7. Well, again, Italy. When we go to Italy, restaurants open at 7. I started dinner at 11 before, and what my body had no problem with it because I had no point of view about it. Okay, My body was like, okay, yeah, let's eat, no problem. It's not like, oh, I had to have a light meal because it was late. No, I've had like, I had, uh, what do you call it? not mushrooms, but... Uh, Truffle risotto, <laughs> starting at 11 o'clock at night. And you know what? My body hummed and hawed and had a great time. It was like yummy. It was one of the best meals I have had. Okay? So instead of the goal of eating right, have the target of eating what your body would actually desire. Okay? This is what you, how you go from the goal to the target on that. Okay? Um, I, we need to take a quick little break. When I come back, we're going to talk about uh, the other two right quick. And Right quick. I'm sorry because we are like running out of time. I know time isn't real. It's one of my favorite things to manipulate. So see how I do on this last segment of getting the information across on um, the last two, losing weight and exercising. All right. So this is Danielle. This is Right Body for You on A to Zen.fm and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? 
And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. This is Danielle. Today we are talking about uh, starting the out with the old, in with the new, the, uh, creating the body you would like um, in 2015. Um, okay, so really quick, we are looking at we're looking at how to change uh, common goals into targets. Okay, so we talked about eating right. All right, so next one is losing weight. People always go, well, I'm going to lose weight this year. Um, this is my goal. I'm going to lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 100 pounds, pounds whatever it is. Um, we all have these goals. Okay, so how do I go from the goal of losing weight to the target of losing weight? Um, first one is Podfuck anywhere you think that you have to lose weight for your body to be the gift and contribution. Okay, you'll notice a trend with this. What I'm going to ask you to do first when you go from a goal to target is to get rid of, and use the verbal processing, by, and this is how you get rid of it, is to get rid of any solidity, any decisions, any judgments, any points of view you have that are actually keeping this from occurring or keeping this um, in place the way you don't want it to be anymore. Okay? Uh, so losing weight. So pop lock everywhere that you can use, like everywhere I have uh but other people's point of view that I am obese, destroyed and created. Right, wrong, good, bad, my clock on I voice mouth. Everywhere I bought everybody's point of view that I would be better off if I lost weight. Destroyed and created. Right, wrong, good, bad, my clock on I voice mouth. And here's the thing. It may be true that your body would be happier losing weight or things like that. Again, you're getting rid of the solidity of the decisions of the limitations around it. So it's actually allowing it to change. Okay. Because oftentimes with us cute little humanoids is that when we go, 
yes, they tell me I have to lose weight and I'll be better off. But you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blow a raspberry out of, fold your hands, and dig your feet in and um, say, I'm not doing it. So what you want to do with the verbal processing is get rid of all that. Okay. And then you want to ask your body, body, truth, would you like to lose some weight? Or would you like to shed some weight, shift some weight, change some weight? Whatever creates the lightness for you. Okay. Um, if you have any buzz on any of those words of lose, shift, change, release, whatever it is, what word is going to work for you and your body? See, look at the look at the energy behind the different words, and also realize, yeah, I'm using some of the words that are like pretty much universally sticking. Um, and some people, when they have a buzz on losing weight, um, because then, well, what if I find it, <laughs> you know, or I find other people's. Um, some people like shifting. Well, I shifted, then what I step back into it, or releasing, or getting rid of, or like, okay, so look at all of them. What one works for you? Or one I haven't even said yet, okay? So body, truth, would you like to lose some weight? Yes, no. Yes, okay, cool. All right, body. Um, you can get a range, like, okay, body, around how much? Because you don't want to limit your body either by like going, okay, body, do you want to lose 30 pounds? Yes, okay. And then you solidify that and go kink. It's like, okay, body, let's do this. What would it take to release this weight? What would it take to shift this weight? Okay, because you don't even really want to set a goal of how many pounds to lose because, again, you're creating that solidity, okay? And then exercising, okay? You just kind of want to not do exercising altogether because when what the body hears is exercise. Anybody ever seen the movie Exorcist? Yeah, Okay, that's what the body hears is when you ask your body what type of, even if you're asking your body what it, how it would like to exercise, it goes, you want to get rid of me? Uh, okay, so destroy and create any points of view you have about exercise and all that stuff. And then um, ask your body, body, how would you like to move today? What would be fun for you? You know, I have a friend of mine who, she did it, she's at a hotel, she's like, body, how would you like to move? And said, I want swimming. What? She hadn't been swimming in years, and she had a great time. She went. Her body just has felt better. Um, it's just been it's been really amazing. So instead of exercising, you want to ask your body, body, how would you like to? Okay. Um, so there are some examples of how to shift from goal to target. Um, if you guys have any that you want to share, feel free to share it on the Right Body for You Facebook group. Um, to kind of, you know, build it up and have some fun with that. And you know what? Have fun tonight and stay New Year's Eve. Stay in your Uranus um, with everything that's going on. I am actually going to get together with my family in a few hours. We are my mother. <laughs> it's interesting to do a body show today, radio show that I did so many radio shows with my mother when it was two years ago tonight that she passed away, that she she left this physical body behind and went on to uh, do a lot of other things as well. So that's also been an interesting experience. So we all get together tonight and play our um, family game of canasta. And we have a canasta tournament. We go from like four tables to two tables to one table. And and um, it's kind of fun. And that's how we spent New Year's Eve and, and also celebrating and remembering our mother. And today will be the second one. Um, and so I'm off to do that. So I hope whatever you guys are doing tonight, I hope you enjoy it, however you choose to celebrate and ring in the new year. Um, like I said, be aware. I won't tell you to be safe 
because what's the underlying point of view of that if tell you to be safe is that there is something to fear out there and so you will actually start to create as well. Um, so that's why I will tell you, be aware of just everything that's going on um, so you know how to be, when to be, and where to be. Um, and if you want to learn any more about this, check out Danielle.com. I have some fun videos. Um, I am three weeks into the lies of addressing the light of obesity with the Access Consciousness founder, Gary Douglas. And uh, I know it's pre-recorded, but I guarantee I'm having a good time because you know what? I always have a good time. That is really one of my targets for Right Body for You and for me is to have a good time. You know what? That has shifted and changed everything. If I'm having fun, other people tend to have fun at classes as well. So um, that being said, so Happy New Year. Look at this. Energy is the first language. Don't set goals. Set targets. And what else is possible um, with those kind of things. And again, the Bright Body for You, uh, the Facebook group. It's an open group. And if you have anything of that you'd like to share about shifting goals to targets or anything else, please feel free to go there and have a good time. Um, you know, and I'm doing a lot of Right Body for You workshops. It's a two and a half day workshop. I'm doing them all over the world. And um, please check it out, Danielle.com. You know what? We have a great time. We talk about money and bodies and earth and light, food and points of view and all that kind of fun and yummy stuff. All right. So the end of the show. Make it a happy week, a fun week. Enjoy your body this week. And you know what? Be back next year um, in 2015. You know what? I will be. Everyone, have a great time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you and your body will join us.